Welcome to Emerge Dynamics. Emerge Dynamics. The podcast for those who manage and invest in middle market private companies across the globe. globe. We're telling the stories of the unsung champions who take enormous risks every day to weave the fabric of our societies. Those visionaries who serve our communities by delivering products and services to their customers in better ways than they could have otherwise had. Those who collectively, from the multi-trillion dollar largest market on the planet and create the jobs that feed more families than any other organization could ever hope to. We're diving into the dynamics of what makes these organizations thrive, what makes some of them emerge from their peers and create incredible returns and impact on their communities. This is Emerge Dynamics. Hey, everybody. Here we are with our next episode of the Emerge Dynamics podcast. I'm David here with Eric. Hi, folks. And we're looking forward to launching into a new multi-episode series on one of our favorite topics. And I think I'm going to betray it if I say valuation, because we're going to go in a so much of a better, deeper, more impactful direction than just typical business valuation. But we're going to do a series of episodes on not just how much your business might be worth, but much, much more importantly, what can you as a business owner or a manager or investor in a business do to change that valuation? What action steps can you take to affect this valuation in the right direction? Most importantly. So very excited to get into that. We have a few different episodes on it. Before we dive in, though, I wanted to go over, Eric, just some housekeeping items. Sure. So we've been doing this now for several episodes. This is still a new project of ours. Starting to get some people listening and asking questions. And so wanted to let everyone know, if you have a question, if there is something that you hear us say that hopefully it's something you like and you would like to make a comment on it or share an experience related to that topic, we want to know. Or if you think we say something in error, we do make mistakes sometimes and you want to call us out on that. Let us know that too. <laughs> so you can do that at podcast at emergedynamics.com. If you send an email there, that's podcast at emergedynamics.com. We'll get the message. We'll get back to you. Also, you may have heard, hopefully you have, one of our earlier episodes, we had a guest on. It was fantastic. It was a great story about how vision and purpose in a business can translate to Profit. profit. Not that we do vision and purpose to get profit, but when we do vision and purpose well, profit usually comes along. Yes. We want to do so many more of those stories. We've done a series now just on strategic dream planning, and we're going to do a series next on how to impact valuations of our businesses. But very soon, our intent is to start working in more guests and more stories. We yes. want to hear. So if you are listening to some of these episodes and you're hearing the things we're saying and they're resonating with you, Right. we'd love to hear your story. We'd love to hear how you maybe transformed your business and got serious about what the purpose of your business was, how that changed your culture, how that changed your business and the way that they, the people in your business were able to interact with your customers. That's all stuff that we want to hear. Practical ways of how these things have actually culminated and been realized by some of our friends. That's right. And as much as I'd love to think, Eric, that everyone wants to hear only you and I talk all the time, (laughs) I am sure there are other voices that are more entertaining than ours and more valuable than ours that we want to to bring in. (laughs) And similarly, with this upcoming mini-series on valuation, I know 
we know personally, and we know there's lots of people uh, out there as well. If you have a story about maybe how you've put into practice some of these things that have led you to a transaction, either on the buy side or the sell side, and you were able to put in practice these things that led to your valuation meaningfully changing, it's also stories that we'd love to hear from people. And sometimes some of the pitfalls that we hit along the way, you know, because we can always learn from from some of those things as well. Absolutely, yes. So they don't all have to be success stories. They can be lessons learned stories as well. We want to hear. They're all interesting stories. As we know, all of these business owners, all they all form the fabric. They weave the fabric of our society, right? This is how we get the food that we eat. This is how we get everything in our lives that comes to us, comes through us through some type of business. business. So right. this is all part of how we lay it out. So anyway, with that, let's dive into our first topic here on business valuation. And before we get into, I know you may hear valuation and think we're getting ready to go into technical rabbit hole here. And we might in a later podcast, but today let's just talk about why this is important. Yeah. So to say it in a way that I think is very meaningful for a lot of business owners out there is there's a lot of data out there that says that a lot of businesses are not going to sell. Right. Want to sell, but but wind up not selling. Correct. In fact, I believe it's most businesses, the, most small businesses. The large, the large majority, yes. And so let's talk, Eric, just for a bit about why that might be. Mm-hmm. And is that okay? And I think of it as, and we'll link in the show notes, we have an article about working on your business versus in your business. I think I talked about that in episode zero of this podcast, the yeah. importance of working on your business, not in your business. And- These are two ways to approach your business. Maybe there's other ways as well, but I like to think of it as these are two main ways. There are a lot of people, in fact, most people have small businesses and work in the business. And they're very, very good at what they do. They're very, very good at the specific trade or widget that they build. And they're great at it. And they do a great job. And they deliver that to their customers, whatever it may be, that service or that product to their customers, and the customers may really enjoy that product and their lives will be better because of it. But that person is often, unless they're doing it properly or unless they're doing it in a different way, they're often not building an organization that has value outside of themselves. Outside of themselves. Right. 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 Their product or service offering is really tied to them specifically. That's right. And I would say there's nothing wrong with that per se. No. There are lots of folks that that's what they've always done. And they enjoy that because they enjoy what they do. And they like the freedom and autonomy of being a business owner and have, you know, being their own boss, so to speak. And they enjoy that and they enjoy their work. But that's not necessarily means that the business that they're, they have built or the business that they, they run and operate mm. has value outside of themselves and is therefore sellable. Right. And it could be that it's a very noble career that they have. There's nothing wrong with it. I think as long as that person understands, this is what I do, I enjoy it, I'm going to put away enough in savings as I go along so that when I come ready to retire or at least slow down, I can. And I will be able to leave to my family what I want to leave to my family when I pass on, then this is, could be a wonderful life. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's plenty of doctors that do this, lawyers, accountants. Uh, photographers. Uh, photographers, should, right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. almost any trade or, or professional mm-hmm. practice, they could do this and it could be fine. The real tragedy comes in, though, when people don't recognize that that's what they're doing. They think they're building a sellable business, but they aren't. Right. And they have this idea that, hey, when I go to retire, I'm going to sell my business and someone will buy it for millions of dollars. And that's how I'm going to have the money to enjoy my retirement or to pass on to my kids. And I say it's more than a rude awakening. It's a tragedy. It's a personal tragedy when this person realizes at 65 or 70 years old that no one's buying this thing. Yeah. And a lot of times that comes from Friends, family, someone has told them, hey, you know, most businesses, uh, they're going to sell it at some value or multiple, if you will, it's of your five. earnings. You know, it's always five. <laughs> five. Is it five times? And, you know, there's so many things that go into, you know, what value a business has. And, uh, and so a lot of times uh, that's just false information or, or a lack of clarity around mm-hmm. what's involved in that. And like you said, it, if somebody has really built their thought process on their retirement and things of that nature around that without fully understanding that, it can be a tragedy uh, right. because they've done a lot of things and, and for the wrong reasons and then wind up saying, oh, my goodness, that, that's not what I expected. Right. right, exactly. And, you know, I've had people call me in the past and they're in their 60s and saying, I want to sell my business. Can you help me sell my business? And they say things like, like, I want to sell it right now. I'm ready. Like, I'm so tired and fatigued. I want to sell my business before Christmas. And I've had to say, I'm sorry, I cannot help you because I don't, I, I can't in good faith tell you that this, this is going to go well. Yeah. Because I can yeah. see right away that there are things here that people are not going to be attracted to. Now, a lot of these businesses and we also, we've got this middle ground error too. Some businesses won't transact at all. Like there was, the day the business owner steps away, the thing is gone. It's gone, yeah. There's other businesses that sell, and that's what we're going to be getting into in these future episodes for large multiples. We yeah. threw out a five a second ago as a joke, because for some reason that's in everyone's head. You got to get at least <laughs> a five, but please don't just shoot for that five, right? There are plenty of businesses that sell for seven, eight, 12 times EBITDA, you yeah. and I know someone who sold recently for almost a 20 times EBITDA. It was almost yeah. silly how they, that this worked out, right? But so the things we're going to be talking about are how to push you toward those upper multiples, right? Yeah. There's a middle ground, too, we should talk about for a second. And that is the business owner who comes to sell and realizes that there's no one who will buy this business. And, but they do realize they have a son or a daughter right. who could buy yeah. the business. And so this isn't really a market transaction. In fact, I spoke to someone not that long ago who told me he bought his father's business. In part, he liked the business. It was kind of interesting, but he also felt a little bit bad because his dad didn't have anyone to sell the business to. His dad wanted to retire. And he said, now I feel like I'm kind of locked into this thing and I've got the same challenge and I now need to work on. But fortunately, this guy is still young enough to realize I've got years ahead of me. I can transform this thing so that when I go to sell, I don't have to just guilt my kids into this. <laughs> there will be, there, there'll willing, be other there'll options. Be willing buyers yeah. out there. Yeah. And, and how nice, and like, it's almost like in romantic to say, I'm going to pass it down to my kids and they're going to live this dream. And for a lot of families, I would think that could be wonderful. 
But what we don't want, we don't want you in a situation where that's your only option. Right. It'd be really nice right. to say there's all, my business that I've built is so much value outside of me. There are willing buyers out there. And if this happens to be my kid's passion and my kid's dream, and I want to sell it to them because I want to, not because I have to. Right. That could be a wonderful that, that's thing. A, much better. It's Unfortunately, a, most of what we see is not that. It's no one else will buy. Right. And I've got this kid who could pick up the, the pieces here. Yeah. We don't want that happening. No. Right. It happens no. too often, too many times. No, and I, and I would say, too, I mean, this is not, this is not the norm. But there are also <clears throat> some time when I've worked with some entrepreneurs or, you know, known them. And they had in their mindset that their business wouldn't be sellable and that it would just mm. go away. But the reality was, is it's like, wait a second, you know, that's fine if you want to do that. However, there's a few little modifications here, tweaks that if you do this right, you could actually have something of value with a few modifications. And it's just making them aware of that, that right. fact. So, you know, it's not always... Uh, you know, the, the negative of, you know, I thought I had this value, but it's not really there. For some, it's, hey, I never realized that right. this could be valuable. Absolutely. Yeah. And Eric, I think that is a great dovetail into what we're going to be talking about in our next episodes. Because I think what you're saying is so often true. There's unrealized value. Yeah. Sometimes, and not sometimes, often, these entrepreneurs have something amazing and so the little switch of, it's a paradigm shift. It's a little yeah. bit of looking at it, the lens of the, the potential buff, next right. owner or the buyer right. and realizing, oh, this is what they will be buying. And this is what makes sense to them. And you suddenly shift how you're doing things in sometimes a subtle or sometimes a major way. And now you're not only building value that you'll be able to sell one day, but also I would say very often your life all on the way until you do sell will be so much better. You'll have less frustration and you'll be more profitable the whole way along the way. Yes, absolutely. So I think we've set the table pretty well here. What we're trying to do, folks, is not dive in just yet. That's coming next episode, I promise. <laughs> just trying to set the stage for why this is important and give some examples. People we know personally who've maybe either been stuck or maybe had great unrealized potential and didn't just needed some help untapping it. Yeah. yeah. No, and I just said it's 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 the mindset paradigm shift, making sure that people are thinking the right way and not necessarily just how I've always been thinking about my business. Hey, there's another way of looking mm -hmm. at this and that other way of looking at that and making some modification can actually have some significant benefits mm -hmm. to me and my family in the long run. Absolutely. So with that Folks, join us next time as we dig in.